Welcome to the podcast, Jessica Interviews. I don't even think we need to say to the podcast because of Well, can't you just implied. pull that out in your <laughs> editing? Come on. If I wasn't a celebrity, would you be so nice to me? If I didn't have cheese like every day, would you still want to be with me? If I couldn't buy you diamond rings and all those other expensive things, would you be so into me? Welcome to Jessica Interviews Matt about celebrities that he has encountered. I am really, really excited about today's episode. As you should be. Mario Lopez. A.C. Slater. A.C. Slater. Hi, I'm uh, Zach's older, cooler, more happening friend, A.C. Slater. Ooh, what's the A.C. stand for? Absolutely charmed. <laughs> Did you ever know or like have any sort of just question mark in your mind of why AC Slater always was in his wrestling outfit. <laughs> was he always in his wrestling outfit? Well, I mean, that's what like my childhood brain thought, but was it just that when you saw AC Slater in his wrestling outfit, you were so attracted to <laughs> it was that's probably it, actually. An awakening of sorts yeah, for you. Uh-huh. Come on, babe. Let's get a burger. Chick, babe, are you gonna take that from him? With dimples like those, he can say whatever he wants. Anyone that is a friend of mine knows I love Saved by the Bell. Yeah. If Mark Paul Gossler... Wait, oh, Mark Paul Goss... Mark Paul what? Gossler? Mark Paul Gossler. That's quite a name. Yeah. You, Zach. Yeah, Zach Morris. If Mark Paul Gossler unexpectedly died, everyone would be texting me, calling me. Well, and you'd obviously be like, yes, yeah. I've been in bed for two hours since I learned. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, tell us more about your love for Zach. My AOL Instant Messenger screen name was Z Morris 19. Okay. 19 was my soccer jersey number. <laughs> On the shelf in my bedroom, I had Saved by the Bell shampoo that I found at a dollar store that was Zach Berry scented. <laughs> I once had a teacher call me Zach all year long in school. Wow. Why? She asked if we wanted to be called anything differently on the first day. So you're like, actually, yes. <laughs> yeah. Kudos to your teacher for just going with that. I like Zach Morris so much that I actually saw the movie Dead Man on Campus in the theater. <laughs> I don't even remember that one. Yeah. Nobody knows that movie. <laughs> no. Me and my friend John Richards were the only ones. That sounds like a the like type of movie that Pauly Shore would be selling out of his, uh, <laughs> his DVD <laughs> collection in his trunk. It totally does. <laughs> I think my favorite character was definitely Zach Morris as well. That's good. Have you heard of the web series Zach Morris is Trash? No. Zach Morris is Trash. It's like short vignettes or documentaries basically exposing what a horrible person Zach Morris is. <laughs> Zach Morris saw his friends having fun and wanted to use it as a way to get rich. And when they wouldn't go along with it, he sent Screech into the girls' locker room to record them without their permission, then trampled all over Jessie's academic priorities with endless selfish distractions that pushed her to drug addiction and ignored her cries for help until it was too late and she had a total mental and emotional collapse, all because he looked at his friends as a quick way to make some money. Zach Morris is trash. But... I also kind of feel like everyone at 16 is kind of trash. You, were you trash when you were 16? I'm not proud of a lot of things I did when I was 16. <laughs> like, I wouldn't want to be judged later. I wouldn't want somebody to be making documentaries about what I did at 16. Got it. Because, yeah, you, you could definitely make the case that I was a bad person based on certain things I did when I was 16. But Got it. Interesting. That's why we have different rules well, for kids and adults. Okay, so, Zach Morris, clearly you, you love him. You did not meet him. You met Mario Lopez. Dream on, Preppy. Because right now, I'm the king. 
It's, it wouldn't have been the same show without Slater and his mullet. Absolutely. His curly mullet. So uh, let's talk about it. Why, how and why? Okay, so this is kind of convoluted, but I'll try to keep it simple. Uh, in 2009, <laughs> my girlfriend at the time was a local celebrity in Minneapolis. Mm. She was one of the faces of the CW crew. They were like the local faces of the CW network affiliate. And the TV show Extra was on the CW. Yep. Mario Lopez was the host of Extra. Yeah. I had met my girlfriend because I used to be a TV producer in Minnesota and she was the on-camera talent. Classic love story. Love it. And now I had moved to Los Angeles where Extra is filmed and she was coming to Los Angeles to visit me. And they're like, oh, while you're there, it'd be great if you went to the Extra studio and we shot something with Mark Paul. Gu- <laughs> we shot oh, something. No. If we shot something with uh, AC Slater, who are we talking about? Mario Lopez. <laughs> They're like, it'd be great if you uh, could shoot a promo with Mario Lopez. We know Matt is a freelance video producer. He could film it. So, can you guys do that? Got it. Hey, everybody. Natalie here with the CW Twin Cities crew, and today we have been given the all-access pass to the set of extra. So I got to film them. We did a couple different takes. Hey everybody, Natalie here with the CW Twin Cities crew joined today wait, wait, by- Wait, what am I yeah. saying? What am I saying? <laughs> and Mario was a consummate professional. I can, I feel like I get that from his vibe. Yeah. Seems like a professional guy. Really down to business, but um, yeah, like took the time to be like, oh, you guys are from Minnesota. I love Minneapolis. Love Chino Latino, this restaurant that is famous in Minneapolis. So like took a little time to connect with us. We talked last time about the feelings and of like getting to meet Polly Shore. Describe what feelings you had at the opportunity to meet Mario Lopez. It wasn't as surreal as I would expect it to be. I feel like after Saved by the Bell, Mario Lopez is the cast member that had the most steady career. Yeah. For sure. And so he was known for so many other things by that time. He found his niche. That's for sure. He cut the mullet. Yeah. Quit wearing wrestling things all day long. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it didn't feel like I was literally working with AC Slater. It felt like I was working with Mario Lopez, the TV host. It just, it felt strangely normal. Right. The, The thought of it on a cerebral level of like, I'm directing Mario Lopez. I'm saying action. I'm not like directing him, but I, I'm in charge of him for this five minutes of time. Uh, so that was a cool experience for me to be like, okay, Mario, we're just going to be stand right here and then I'll say action and then you start and then, uh, and then like to do it a couple times and then be like, okay, well let now this, let's try it this way. Yeah. And it was really, it's like a 20 second video or something. So not a big deal, but cool to get to interact with them. Was it like a big time studio? What's funny about Los Angeles is there's like all these studios that on the inside they are really nice and fancy but on the outside they just look like horrible warehouses in the valley i don't know if you've had that experience in los angeles i've never been to a studio in los angeles so maybe someday you and uh, once i launch my acting career (laughs) yeah since the success of this podcast is so so vast the success of this podcast is imminent (laughs) so cool okay so you found him to be professional charming nice guy yeah you guys like go out to dinner afterwards (laughs) (laughs) i wish uh he took a photo with us and this photo sometimes people will just send me this photo randomly because if you google me 
it's like one it's of the there? first it's one of the first photos that comes up it's on my ex-girlfriend's website for some reason i don't it's like i don't think she knows that maybe or it's like just like deep in the archive of her old website so like if i start a new job and i have a coworker that googles me or something they'll just like send me this <laughs> we'll be like what is this <laughs> yeah or and just sort like... of send it to me with no no explanation <laughs> just like <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, well, did you know that I've met lots of celebrities? <laughs> I've encountered lots of celebrities. <laughs> I've encountered lots of celebrities. I have a podcast about it, actually. But, uh, yeah, he, he seemed like a super busy guy, much like yourself. And so he was uh, on to the next thing. But, yeah, really friendly. Um, we never got the impression that we were, like, bugging him or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, he was just like, yeah, yeah, boom, 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 let's do this. Yeah, let's get a picture quick. And then, cool. and then we're out of there. He did not flirt with my girlfriend at all, which was a... A worry that I had going into it. Uh-oh, you're like, um, oh no, he's stealing her away. There had been a lot of uh, experiences up to that point when I was the producer of the TV shows that she was hosting where like, she'd be interviewing athletes or different things and oh. they would be flirting with her or like ask for her phone number and then I'm just like watching this and then... <laughs> that sounds terrible. And then you don't want to be... I don't want to be like, hey, bro, like she's taken. <laughs> yeah. Because no. then it's, and it, you know this, like if you're working with somebody that you're dating, you don't like necessarily want everyone to know. Uh-huh. It seems unprofessional. I don't know if you want me to edit this part out. <laughs> and it's, it's her job to be super friendly to these people and like laugh at everything they're saying. Mm-hmm. So people think she's into them. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. uh, they're being very friendly. And it's like, oh, how about we get dinner? Like, oh, can I get your phone number? And then she doesn't want to say, well, actually, my boyfriend is five feet away. And then (laughs) I don't want to say, hey, watch it. I'm her boyfriend. Watch it, Rusty Bumgardner. (laughs) She's actually with me. (laughs) So, yeah. So going into the Mario Lopez thing, I was and that would have been sad, too, because because I knew Mario was married. So if he had asked out my girlfriend and like flirted with her then he would have just been another zach morris at that point yeah exactly trash (laughs) (laughs) Um, i'm really glad that he did not you know what i like there's i don't know again the vibe i get from myra lopez i'm not surprised he just seems like a stand-up guy he is definitely not the chauvinist pig that jesse spano (laughs) always made him out to be (laughs) you macho pig oink oink baby (laughs) did you and your girlfriend go out to dinner that day i don't remember (laughs) I mean, what are you going to remember a, You after? were in a Lopez days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why they call it a Lopez days. It works for yeah. Mario and Jennifer. Yes, all the Lopez's. It's just, they put you in a daze. George Lopez, probably. Yeah, it definitely imagine. puts you in a daze. Are there any other Lopez's? Oh, I think there's probably uh, thousands. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe millions. I don't know. But they wouldn't all put you in a daze. I'm just um any other any other days worthy Lopez's. So is there anything else we should know about Mario Lopez? I think he would be a good keynote speaker for our global corporation. He absolutely would. What would he talk about? His success in wrestling as a high schooler? <laughs> you you just want him to wear that wrestling outfit. <laughs> yes, please. So, okay, I think it's time for another rabbit tangent. Let's tangent up. So you can clearly empathize with anyone who's in show business and, like, sees their significant other having interactions with the opposite sex that may make them uncomfortable. 
Yeah, kind of sucks. Kind of sucks. No fun. Uh, did you ever have to direct your ex girlfriend to like make out with someone on camera? <laughs> no, she was a uh, a host of stuff. So <laughs> she was not an actress. I feel like that would be really strange. And oddly enough, I was thinking about this the other day, and I don't know why, but I was as like thinking about like watching a significant other kiss someone on camera. And how'd that be weird? If I'm going to start my acting career, I need to really seriously consider this. Have you ever done that? Yeah, I had to kiss someone on camera and I had a girlfriend at the time. This was for a... Ooh, juicy. This was a feature length movie that my friend Ross produced called Cold Feet. Uh-huh. It's available on Amazon. You can order the DVD, <laughs> I think. What's weirdest about kissing someone acting is that like you do a lot of takes like you don't think about that when you're oh like, yes you're just right. like oh I'm, i gotta kiss somebody mm-hmm. but then you gotta kiss someone like seven times yeah yeah and like try it different ways and right yeah uh-huh it's weird i think i would get so the the one thing that i will have to get over if i do start my acting career <laughs> is the just the just like that thing that like the thing in the back of your head that's like people are watching me and they're like they have they're like judging me somehow you're not just talking about making out you're talking talking about about acting in general and that would come out even more so if i was doing something like physical with someone i'd get way in my head i'd probably get really insecure about it so you don't feel like that in day-to-day life people are judging you when they're watching you work um well yeah but somehow it's different i don't know i think it's different because i've done so i have acted in some youtube videos that some of my friends we're creating. I don't think he's gonna be able to tell the difference. Actually, the- I'm pretty sure he's gonna know the difference. It's his favorite. Jess, thing. I'm gonna ask you to shut your pie hole. I will say though, I was not impressed with my my acting abilities. I love Nesquik hot chocolate. It's like my favorite drink in the world. Would you like a piping hot mug? And I think it is because I was just like I I got too much in my head and I like overacted it. I've watched a number of your things and I'm always really impressed because you, you you never overact. You're just kind of like. Well, at least the Bloomington Brothers character. (laughs) No, just uh, it's fine. You can keep. uh, I'm I'm enjoying this compliments. (laughs) This is good. This is a good segment. Yeah. This is the this is the point in the podcast where we compliment Matt Houchin. I am a great actor. (laughs) You are. I'm serious. I'm not just saying that. I think it's pretty impressive, and I. It's again. It's like one of those things that knowing you and the person that you are. And then seeing you act like a completely different person. It's like, whoa, that's so believable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Matt Houchin, the Bloomington brother is definitely trash. (laughs) Definitely trash. Uh, But seriously, though, like this is a great time in the podcast for me to genuinely and vulnerably say that I'm thinking about starting my acting career. It probably won't be very extensive, but... (laughs) Sorry to walk away from you right when you're talking about me. In my most vulnerable moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hold on. Just gotta get some water. Hold that thought. This is way more important. That was something that Matt from the Bloomington Brothers would do. <laughs> you know, I, I want to open up right now, and uh, yeah, yeah uh, I'm gonna get some water. Cool. So, um, just kind of focus on me. <laughs> yep. At our company, you've done a lot of hosting things, or we've done them together. Hey, Z-Field, it's Matt and Jessica here from the sales enablement team. Get excited, everyone. It's almost halftime. 
Halftime has been carefully designed to help you succeed. And as a result, we have three high impact takeaways you can expect. Would you want to do that or both or yeah. thinking well, acting I'm, more than hosting? I'm open. I've noticed that I'm much better. I'm much better when like I'm reading a script. I can do like I've gotten fairly okay at voiceovers, I'd say. I'm not a pro yet, but getting there. You've got a great voice. Well, thanks. This Much is better than mine. This is the point in the podcast where Jessica gets the compliments. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I can do, I feel like I could find some success there. And, and for the record, like I'm not going for, I'm not going for big time. I'm just looking to like enjoy. That's where I'm at now. The thing is like, I need to figure out a way of, of practicing so that I can, like, I would like, probably the first step is to like take a class. I would take an improv class. Improv class. I would do that. Yeah. But here's the thing. I'm not super great at improv. I, I, I remember <laughs> improv as like a high, a high school kid. I took some improv and I remember really not being good at it at all. It was bad. Yeah. I think most people are bad when they start doing it. Uh-huh. And then the kids in high school that think that they're good at it and like everyone's like, oh, this person's really great at improv. They're not good at improv. They're just funny people. And they're doing bad improv, but everyone's laughing because they're funny. Okay. So someone smart like you that can like understand the rules of improv, once you got the the hang of it, uh-huh. I think. I just remember good. the one rule was never say no. Always yeah. yes. Yep. Always say yes, and then add something to it, and uh-huh. then you're also a great listener. And there's a so much of improv is listening. Is listening, so. and then playing off of it. Yeah. I mean, essentially, this podcast is one giant improv session. Yeah, it's just not funny. It's just really, <laughs> really boring. <laughs> this would be a good podcast for when people are trying to fall asleep. And they, <laughs> exactly. They need something to just like not, so they're not listening to the horrible thoughts in their own head. And they can just, just listen to us talk about nothing. Turn on a little Jessica interview celebrities. They might be like, I want to listen to two people in their 30s give each other compliments <laughs> while I'm falling asleep. <laughs> if you've made it this far, folks, congrats. <laughs> We commend you. Another thing that I really have enjoyed when I've done it is like an actual speech. Um, so my, when my sister got married, I was the maid of honor. So I, I like took it upon myself to absolutely nail the maid of honor speech. I wanted yeah. people to walk away from that wedding thinking that this was the best maid of honor speech they've ever heard. Did you get a lot of compliments? I did. I did. And I had, I had a lot of people laughing. I would say like the whole room at one point was roaring and laughter at least twice it was a definitely on the long side for a a maid of honor speech and i knew this going into it i knew it was kind of risky like if these don't land and i'm just talking forever this could be bad but um it was a i would say that it was pretty much a success so why do you like acting i think acting gives me the opportunity to be different versions of myself I think like me just like baseline Matt Houchin is boring. And so acting gives me an excuse to be crazy. Matt from the Bloomington Brothers does stuff that I would never do. Matt, I'm not sure I get what we're doing here. We're waiting for the kid to get kidnapped. Once it's kidnapped, we rescue the kid and get the reward money. Bob Johnson, I don't know if you've seen those videos, but he's like the exact opposite of me. Um, just this really bombastic character. How's it going there, guys? Welcome to Ice Fishing Minnesota. I'm your host, Bob Johnson. We're out here on this beautiful lake getting ready for the hard water season. Yeah, that's not, different. Not stable. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's fun. It's fun for me to play those. You know what I have also often thought as I watch various media? No. <laughs> you don't wonder or you don't want to know? No, you said, uh, do you know? What do you know? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. You don't know? No, what? I'll tell you. Perfect time for me to tell you. <laughs> so um, acting is something that you can do at literally every age. You can be, you can look any, any way, chances are there's some sort of role for you specifically in your persona, your, like the whole vibe that you bring to the, the table. I think that's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's different than playing pro basketball or something. Absolutely. Or if you're, uh, if you're like me, you just, you can figure out how to make things and then cast yourself in projects. Yeah. So. That's also a very smart way to do things. Um, so for me, this, this is really cool to hear you talk about acting in general as a concept. And this is, this is really helpful for me too, in my quest to potentially start my acting career. Okay. No. So I, so another thing I thought about doing is potentially doing like stand up class. Yeah. I think for me, I really enjoy the craft, like the language of it. Like the, so when I feel like I've done something really great, it's like, Oh, that was really eloquent. Like I really communicated really well in that moment. Yeah. I personally really get a lot of gratitude out of that. So that's where I like writing things and reading them because I'm able to think about the words and the the message I'm trying to get across in a very deep way. And then I read it and I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. And then I can like put the cadence on it or whatever. Yeah. So speeches are great. I think I think I would like stand up for that reason. What if I'm about to be the next famous like Eliza, whatever her name is. Eliza Doolittle. Eliza Doolittle. Yes. No, it's Eliza. Just look up Eliza. Schlesinger. Yes. Yes. Eliza Schlesinger. But I feel like there is an Eliza Doolittle. I think so too. Oh yeah, from uh, Pygmalion and My Fair Lady. Oh yeah, that's right. Did your um, sister ever play Eliza Doolittle in any high school productions of My Fair Lady? No, actually. She was Fontaine in Les Miserables. Amazing. And she was incredible. Yeah, see, okay, so for me, I might want to just be an act, get into acting because my sister was and is so good at it. And there's a deep-seated, like, just affection there. So it's based on jealousy. <laughs> no, no. Oh, no. It's, it's, it's more affirmation and affection. Okay. What types of roles would you be drawn to? It's 100% jealousy. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever dated someone that got flirted with a lot? And have you had to deal with jealousy with that? Like maybe not in front of you, like my case, but... Um, I would say the answer is probably like not really. Yeah, actually, when I think back... No, not really. I never felt like there was a a big disparity between like the level at which we both got hit on. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, whatever. So yeah, my ex-husband was um was super charismatic and friendly and I know he definitely got a lot of attention, but it's for some reason it just didn't bother me. There was just a vibe of trust that you yeah, felt I think, and I think trust is the key there. Right? Yeah. Like like, and I also, I also am not of the opinion that like friendly banter or even like what could be potentially construed as flirting back is a bad thing. Like, I just think that people are, 
they interact with each other and like there's little sparks here and there and it's positive energy and there's obviously there's a line but like yeah i don't think i think it's part of being human that's a very healthy attitude is it yes yeah i mean like do i think that there's some potentially mostly uh of the male gender like kind of sleaze bags that take that to the next like it's not positive and it's just sleazy yes yeah, like rusty Bumgardner. god that damn that guy <laughs> yeah professional softball player rusty Bumgardner. i thought we weren't going to uh talk negatively about any of these celebrities he's not really a celebrity <laughs> Okay. So fair game. <laughs> yeah, no, that he sounds very sleazy and that, that I would not like, I would, you know, that's like not a good thing. So tell me about that story. Having at least one, maybe more, uh, significant others that get hit on more than you're comfortable with or. For me, I don't like to hear about it. I don't know. Would, would you like to know? Um, I mean like, no, I, I would not. It would be a red flag if my significant other came home and was like, dude, I got hit on by like 10 girls. <laughs> well, I don't think you'd have to say it like that, but it's, it's just like, if he... Bro. Because <laughs> that's how my significant other... That's how other. your ex-husband needs to talk to you? <laughs> yeah. Bro. <laughs> you you never believe this. Oh my God. So many chicks were just like all over it was me. Like, I was like moth to the flame. Dude, I was, I was on this Christian mission trip <laughs> and it was just like... Swarming. And also, like, insecurities, times in life, like, there's there's different times, different places. It's maybe harder or easier um, to accept those kind of things. So I definitely, I can, I can picture the specific scenarios or multiple scenarios where it would be very uncomfortable. Yeah. Especially to watch it. That would be really hard to do. So, okay, so do you feel like your girlfriend at the time... Was did she brag about those kind of things? Was she open with all that stuff? Did it feel like it was too much? She was great. Yeah, I, just, I think things would come up, um, and it it was just bizarre because there was one instance where I found out that Joe Mauer had asked for her phone number, not directly to her. Do you know who Joe Mauer is? I have no idea. He's like I don't know. He's like the he's like the Twins player. Like he grew okay. up in Minnesota extremely famous in minnesota he was on david letterman last night for the top 10 fun facts about the all-star game number nine minnesota twins catcher joe mauer joe catcher may be replaced by a designated squatter squatter he said squatter and he's like at the height of his pro athlete fame and like this is this person's asking out my girlfriend mm -hmm. it's weird to be to feel like i'm competing with somebody like Joe Maurer mm -hmm. or potentially someone like Mario Lopez. Luckily, right. didn't have to Luckily, go down that he road. he is a stand-up guy. She would never brag about it. I think sometimes, and tell me if you can relate to this as a woman, but if you're getting hit on a lot or you're in an uncomfortable situation with someone and then the person you're closest to is your significant other and you just want to kind of vent about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I feel like I was the recipient of some of that. Like, oh, uh -huh. this photographer was just like kind of relentless. And mm -hmm. like, I don't or like, I don't know how I should respond to this email from him because mm -hmm. yeah. I, I want to keep working with him. But I don't like, what's your opinion on this? And then then I have to be like, oh, that makes me uncomfortable. Right, right. Um, so I I think in that case, is it's it's clearly not her like bragging about it, but just like wanting to vent about it or like, mm -hmm. let me know what she's dealing with. And that she was hard. Yeah, sounds like it. Well, and she was also in kind of a unique position of being 
being a host, being in front of the camera, yeah, having a lot of opportunity to be in contact with a lot of people. And also, yeah, she's attractive. I've seen that picture. <laughs> Total babe. She's also like the friendliest person ever. Like That's so okay. sweet. And uh... well, right. Yeah. And I, I feel like I can relate too because like I, when I get myself into situations that I probably shouldn't be in, it's like I'm really just trying to be friendly to the person that I'm talking to. Yeah. I think there's a lot of men that don't get much attention from women. So when a woman like yourself that is just naturally friendly or like my ex-girlfriend that's naturally friendly or is being paid to be friendly, yeah. um, it's like, oh, I, I've never experienced this or it's been a long time since a woman uh-huh. has like talked to me or looked at me in the eye. Interesting. So I think they just start reading into it. This is really interesting. I'd like to hear more about this. You'd have to ask a guy that doesn't get a lot of attention from women. <laughs> Clearly not you. <laughs> <laughs> Compliment number 50. Hey, why would she want to go with a boy when she can go with a gladiator? This is very interesting. I've had this hunch. Because there are times when I'm like, why do you think that this is a thing? <laughs> and I just don't understand. Because I, like, I feel like I've been pretty uh, clear that there, like, there's nothing, there's no attraction that I have towards this person. Like I'm just trying to be friendly. Are we talking coworkers or just yeah, like, like a coworker, like coworkers? Yeah. Well, okay. So, in this global corporation, I happen to be in a part of the corporation that there is a large percentage of males. Yeah. <laughs> sales. <laughs> we can edit that in. Males and sales. Males and sales. So yeah, <laughs> no, I mean like, and I I I enjoy getting to know people, and and I love salespeople. I think they're hilarious and super fun. But there's been times where somebody like might think that there's something between you and you're like, why? Like, yeah. we're just I thought talking. we were just being friendly, you know? Yeah. And then do you have to end that somehow or make it super clear or just start avoiding no, them? No, I've gotten really good at the, uh, the friendly letdown. This is an interesting thing to ponder. What are you pondering specifically? Honestly, I feel like there's probably so many things that I don't have any awareness of that are happening. I'm just like being a friendly friendly colleague <laughs> and I have no idea. I think that is true for me with like all the horrible things in the world. <laughs> like I, I feel that way too. I feel like you and I, from what I know of your upbringing, you were sheltered and just had like a really great, not sheltered in a bad way, but no. just like you were very protected and safe. I and had a very safe, same with me. And so joy filled yeah. loving upbringing yeah and then now as an adult and then you like hear these stories about people being racist and or people being taken advantage of or children neglected and it's just like this happens like what is like i can't even fathom this yeah. yes like and like all the time everywhere yeah i 100 percent. what <laughs> yeah and like that happens yeah and i've never seen any like me too type sexual harassment or anything. Even when I worked in Los Angeles, like the production company I worked for was very just down to business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just crazy to hear about all these, all the things that women have to go through and it was just taken as a normal thing mm-hmm. for so long. Yeah, absolutely. I'm count myself super, super lucky to have not had any, any sort of extreme thing happen. I'm very, very grateful for that. So I feel like as I learn about like how dark the world actually can be (laughs) from my like light and love 
and like rainbows upbringing, yeah. I feel like I get it's it's making me I need to learn how to accept it and still like carry that light because I think it makes me like just sad and more fearful and more like like I, I kind of like feel like I absorb a little of the darkness and I'm just like, oh, it just doesn't it feels uncomfortable. Yeah. So I don't know how to do that. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, I try to just tune out a lot of things, like just not <laughs> la, look at Twitter. La, la. <laughs> yeah, just because I want to stay positive about everything and and not be consumed by all the terrible things going on. Yeah. So uh, that's a good that's a good method. Pretend it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't exist if you it's don't not, see not it. Not that I'm saying it out loud. It's that doesn't sound good either. You got to find a balance. Sounds pretty avoidant if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you got to get to the airport? How far away did you park? I do. Oh, you're, you're Ubering. I'm Ubering, yeah. On the show, we always see if the person we're talking about is on Cameo.com. Polly Shore was on Cameo for $250. What's your guess, Jessica? Is Mario Lopez on Cameo? I'm going to say he is because he's a businessman. And I'm going to say he's pretty expensive. You don't I'm think gonna... he's too good for... Well, that's the thing. Like, I, I can see him taking advantage of something like that. But again, it's a he's going to have to be expensive. It's going to, we're going to have to make it worth as well. Like a thousand bucks minimum. At this point, Mario Lopez is not on cameo. Oh, darn. However, Zach Morris, if you want to get your Lopez days on George Lopez, <laughs> George Lopez $100, only 100. Um, um, can you do me a huge favor and uh, quickly check on Paul something? Mark Paul Gosselin? <laughs> Can you check on Mark Paul Gosler? Whoa. He's hot, there. Hot no, he's not. But because I searched Paul, Polly Shore came up. Polly Shore's rate is now 325. Ooh. It was 250. He's now Does that mean people are now doing cameos because they listen to our podcast? Probably. <laughs> All right, how do we close this out? Um You're improvising. This is your improv. Okay. Yeah, I'm improv. Your no, pressure. uh, suggestion Pressure's is on podcast host and you're closing the show and thanking your guests for being here go all right well i think that has been a wild success i'm really impressed with us once again two for two (laughs) to to give even more compliments to both of us um thank you so much for being here with me matt thank you for having me this was a real pleasure once again i always learn so much yeah you're a great person you are too. As is Mario Lopez. Can we just make sure that that's the final, final takeaway? Love that guy. Love Mario Lopez. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sail through the rest of my day in a Lopez days.